Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Cruise FM presents The Locker Room with Lachlan Cross, Grant Johnson, and James P. White. For Arden Roof Systems, there's more to your roof than just shingles. You gotta come on. Boom, 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 boom. Bang, 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 bang. Here we go. Good morning. How's she going? It's Grant Johnson. The only one here again to start the day. Jimmy's bus must be a little behind again. Seems to happen a lot. He was complaining about some new drivers um, that didn't know didn't know his routine. So he'll be here soon. Lachlan is still away this week. He's on that Matchbox 20 cruise. Although I think they are um, docking soon in Florida. And then he was moving on to his next adventure. Um, so we'll keep you updated on that. We got an air tag on him so we can kind of follow him around as he goes. There's Jimmy walking into the studio now. Good morning, Jimmy. There he is. New glasses are still working for you? Yeah, I can see. You can see, yeah. Um, all right, yeah, we'll get the show going here. News is coming up after Van Halen. From the Harvard Media News Center, the locker room news. Edmonton police are warning people about a scam. Listen up, Jimmy. Um, targeting people buying Apple and Samsung products on Facebook Marketplace. Um, since May of last year, there has been um, a boom of Marketplace frauds that involve the purchase of new phones and uh, new watches like the Apple Watch that then turned out to be fake afterwards. EPS said the fake items often come with a receipt, which makes you think, oh, this is a legitimate phone I'm buying or a watch. Uh, it's got a receipt. It's got to be real and then they buy it and it's fake uh, if you're buying anything on Facebook they are telling you to look closely at the profile as most scammers have new profiles with little activity scammers ruin everything because like I love mark uh, Facebook marketplace it's the best part about Facebook is going on marketplace and just browsing what people are selling or even selling stuff yourself you know you find a bunch of junk in your house and put it up on Facebook and sell it you know yeah, especially if you're yeah. gonna be moving and so you're yeah, probably gonna be selling some stuff it's awesome um but now there's so many scams on there like we were just kind of browsing at couches on there sometimes you can find some really cool couches like vintage ones and stuff and the amount of scams on there, people like posting the same couch over again, and then you look at their profile, and it's a new profile, and it's, you don't know who to trust anymore. And it's the only place to sell stuff, like Kijiji's basically dead. Does anyone go on Kijiji anymore to buy and sell? I haven't in years. Um, eBay, is eBay still a thing? <laughs> Start auctioning my stuff off. I, it's Facebook Marketplace. Know. That's... It's basically just been one big online garage sale. That's all I use it for. And these scammers are starting to ruin it. And uh, Jimmy has Taylor Swift tickets for sale, by the way. Uh, but by the way, he just put up a new post. I got to <laughs> block it now. The guy that hacked Jimmy's account because Jimmy's too nice is selling fake Taylor Swift tickets. So watch out for those, too. The Locker Room. Lachlan away still. Jimmy and myself, Grant, here. 
Jimmy, you were out and about yesterday and you had some... Uh, well, now you're almost 50, so you got to start complaining about the kids these days. And you okay, had some run-ins like, run with the teenagers? Is it just me or teenagers more annoying now than back at the years ago? I think you're just getting older. <laughs> okay, there's two situations. One that really bothered me and mm-hmm. another one that was bothering somebody else that also bothered me. So I was at Subway and I was watching this kid order his sub, dealing with the uh, the subway artist. Okay. Okay, yep. and he kept going... One more pickle. Um, yeah, one more piece of onion. Maybe another pickle. And he was just doing like Oh, uh, that's annoying. And- yeah, I, yeah, I used to do stuff like that. Okay, I never yeah. did. No, I, I d- would think it would be funny to do stuff like that back in the well, day. Not at, not at noon when there's a lineup of people waiting oh, to get yeah. their damn sandwich. <laughs> okay. And then... See, I'm laughing. <laughs> it's so annoying that I, it's funny. I don't well, f- give me one more olive, okay, please. what... One more. This this one drives me insane. Drunk people do it, but it's even worse when it's teenagers. Okay. I'm walking to the bus, and there's this guy chasing after me. I need to pick him up. I need to pick him up. He's running, trying to catch me so he can lift me up. <laughs> when someone does... Why are you laughing? It's not uh, this funny. Because it's always funny when you run, eh? I'm sorry, but it is. Your legs no. are going so fast, but you're no, not he going was, anywhere. No, he was running. I wasn't. <laughs> oh, I, thought he I was, was chasing waiting for you. him to grab me because I don't know if I'd get in trouble, but if a teenager tried to pick me up, I'd probably no, punch I, him in the nards. If someone touches you, you're allowed to defend yourself and, and get them off you, right? So you but, could give them a little shot to the... But his friends are yelling, don't do it. It's rude. And yeah, see, I wouldn't do that. I wouldn't do something like that. I wouldn't touch somebody or pick somebody up or... Yeah, but I have seen people try to pick you up, and it's always entertaining because they're always shocked at how heavy you are. Like they'll be like, "Hey, Jimmy, I'll get you up on that bar stool." Oh, my back! That's how it always ends. My my favorite dealing with that was at the Christmas party. Yeah, when when we had uh, someone who someone who used to work, work here, here anymore. Uh, picked me up, and Locke blamed me because <laughs> I had my shirt off. <laughs> Yeah, that was like that person's second day on the job, and they were picking you up at the Christmas party. And dropped me on my face. Yeah, that's annoying. Don't do that if you're a teenager, or if you're anyone. Don't yeah, touch don't Jimmy's head. Or pick don't me up. pick him up. Unless, I'm a lot heavier than I look. Yeah, you're going to hurt yourself, and it's a violation of his rights. But the first thing I totally would have done as a teenager. One more onion, please. <laughs> Could I get a half uh, a slice of cheese, please? <laughs> that's... Uh, that's good comedy. Welcome to the locker room. Jimmy, have you seen the Drake video? <laughs> no. <laughs> no? I'm not a Drake guy. This has nothing to do with his music. Uh, Drake was trending all day yesterday because of a leaked video. Allegedly, it's him. Um, it's a man lying on a bed, swinging it around. Woo! Woo! Doing the helicopter. And you can't see his face. But internet detectives have determined that the headboard in the video where the man is woo 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 swinging it around is the same headboard that they've seen in pictures on Drake's private plane. So it must be him doing the helicopter. He's swinging it around and he hasn't really denied it. Just kind of laughed at it. Made a joke about it. So you don't think it's AI? I think it's him, and there's a reason he's not denying it. Or if it's not him, he's going to let people think it's him. Because if you've seen the video, 
The man is packing. <laughs> and so I feel like for that reason, even if it's not him, Drake is okay with people thinking it's him. Uh, yeah, you guys can. You think that's me? Sure. The locker room only on cruise. The locker room minus Lachlan. He's away this week. It's Jimmy and myself, Grant here. Um, they do call me the Study King here on the show, and I have a study for you, Jimmy. This one um, says that money might not buy happiness. So in the past, they've done studies asking the question, does money make people happy? If you have money, are you a happier person? But the problem in the previous studies is they've only asked people who have money. So they've gone to rich people and said, are you happier because of your money? And these people are happy and they're like, uh, totally, it must be the money that is making me happy. Um, so for this study done by researchers from Barcelona and Canada. They joined together to get some different perspectives, the Canadian and then the the Spain. Um, They went to communities with no money, came knocking on the Dennis Sadness door, and they found people with very little income, and they asked them this question, and in the end, the results were, oh, these people are also happy. (laughs) Poor people can be happy too. That's the conclusion they came to. These people are also satisfied with their life. And so they've came to the conclusion with this study, just so you know, it is not the money that is making people happy. doesn't matter how much you have or how little you have. You can be happy with your life and satisfied with your life. What's what's the next study going to be? If rich people become poor, are they still happy? You could try that. There's a few people that have gone bankrupt. You know, it might not make you happy. I'd still like some money, though. I have the happiness already. I'm a happy person. I'm satisfied with my life, but I'll still take some money, please. And now, The Locker Room presents Star Wars News. Now, your host for Star Wars News, James P. White. So, Gina Carano, who played in The Mandalorian, uh, she's actually suing Lucasfilm and Disney for her being fired back in 2021. So, she's the one that was an MMA fighter, and then she was in the season one of The Mandalorian, she right? She was in season one and season two. Was she uh, a Boba Fettish or whatever they're called, a, a Mandalorian? No, she was... She was a drop trooper. She used to be. Uh, you really want me to go nerd on this one? No, just she like, used to be a rebel. She's she just was a working. bad guy or a good guy in the show. She she worked with Mando. Okay, so she's a good good. Yeah, she's good a good guy. guy. All right, so she was fired because she was on Twitter comparing concern, like saying what conservatives are going through is the same as what Jewish people went through during the Holocaust. Is what she said. Yeah, uh, they fired her, and now she's suing. Lucas Films because she was fired because the show has gone on to like how many seasons have they done now? Yeah, they and they're making a movie. <laughs> and yeah. she's like, I should have been a part of that. I'm losing out on how many? How much money am I losing out on? Um, and but the story really is also is Elon Musk is actually helping yeah. fund. The lawsuit. That's weird. He's like paying her legal fees. Uh, but I think Lucas the reason films. reason he's doing it is he wants Twitter to be a place that you can say what you want to say. Yeah. And it wasn't. And she wasn't 
saying it wasn't hate speak that she was really saying but so he wants it to be free speech so if you could be fired for what you say on twitter if she can then anybody can and so you don't want that to be a precedent right you don't want that to be something that's going to happen and then all of a sudden you have people that oh i don't like yeah, I, but I, don't they like, don't I don't be like associated. James, i don't like i don't like jimmy uh, so let's look at his twitter and see what nasty things he said on there yeah but if a company as public and big as big as like disney doesn't want to be associated with the things that you're saying they have the ability to not be involved with you too right that's part of a free enterprise and in the free world. I get it if she was in a television interview talking about the show and she said that. But on her own private social media? It's not private social media, though. It's public. <laughs> but it's, but we it's her. We would get fired it's, it's for her, saying that. It's her own. It's not like Disney has the rights to her, her do, social though, media. Like, like we have in our contracts that we can't go and say things like that on social media because we represent the company and we represent Harvard Media. You, you're just learning this for the first time, I can tell. No, no, that I know, but yeah. it was something that was signed. It's weird so that Elon Musk is paying her legal fees. Like, if she's, if she's suing... Then she has a leg to stand on. That could not. That might not be in her contract. I understand that. If I, yeah, people sue all the time in the states. They sue I for everything. I don't know if Elon Musk's on board. There must be something to it. Elon is crazy. <laughs> he needs oh. to. I've been saying this for two weeks. He needs to focus because I don't want to get a brain chip from a guy that is busy suing Disney. And he's doing things with glass tables on the weekend and wearing leather masks. And like he needs to focus himself. Either get us to Mars or sue Disney. Focus on so, one thing, please. So she's suing for two things one, she wants uh, money, and two, she wants to be back on the show. That would be awkward for everyone involved. Yeah. <laughs> she, she should just start showing up at work again. On the leading edge of fried chicken innovation. And on a mission to figure out the 11 spices in the Colonel's secret recipe, here's your Chicken News host, Greg Johnson. Okay, not to turn this show into an update on like what restaurants are closing, what chicken places are closing in Edmonton, uh, but this one is pretty big and, and worthy of talking about here on the show. Yesterday we were talking about how Northern Chicken was closing and how sad that was and what a loss that was for, for us here in Edmonton. Now today the news is out that Chicken for Lunch is closing after 32 years of business. Do you know Chicken for Lunch, Jimmy? No, I've never been there. Oh, you need to go before it closes. So it's a kiosk, like a food court in the Rice Howard Place. It used to be Scotia Place. You know, you go in the basement and there's like a food court there where Scotia Place used to be, Rice Howard Way. Oh, um, I, I stand out there waiting for a bus a lot of the time. Next time, go down and get yourself some chicken for lunch. It's literally what it's called, chicken for lunch. It's only open up for lunch, and it's so good, and it is always an insane lineup. Like, you'll look at it and be like, that lineup is not worth it. But trust me, chicken for lunch was always worth waiting in that line. It kind of felt like the Soup Nazi episode of Seinfeld. 
Like everyone lines up there and waits and then steps up and orders their hot and dry chicken, please. Uh, but the woman that runs, it's very nice. Um, she also, her family owns the Lingnan. Oh, I love Lingnans. So she says she's going to be focusing her attention on that. After 32 years, Chicken for Lunch is closing. This one is not like COVID related. It's not business loan related. They're just renovating that food court. And she said at the age of 65, she wasn't interested in signing another lease. Um, You can't blame her. So here's what her day has looked like for the past 32 years. She's 65 years old now. And since 32 years ago, she picks up her staff at 7 a.m. So she goes and picks up her workers. Then she goes to chicken for lunch until about 2.30 because they're only open for lunch. So she leaves there at 2.30, heads over to the Lingnan until 10.30 p.m. at night. And she's been doing that for 30 plus years, probably seven days a week. That's insane. Yeah, enjoy your break. Thank you for your delicious chicken. You will be sadly missed. Cruise, roads, and weather. High minus four today, minus three tomorrow, uh, both with a chance of flurries. Right now it is minus six. You sound so depressed reading that weather today, Jimmy. Uh, Are you okay? Is oh, everything I'm okay? Fine. I, just, 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 I don't like walking in the cold. Yeah, you sounded sad, but Rob texted in at 780-989-0957. And uh, he said, Jimmy is sounding so much better this week with the sports and with the weather. He said, there's a big improvement from other times that you have done it. Um, Rob, that's the shunt flush he got last week. <laughs> It really cleared out a lot of things. I didn't get it flushed. He went to the doctor. They gave him a flush. And it's amazing what it has done for his reading and his ability to deliver the weather here. So thank you, Rob, for noticing. The Locker Room presents The Grant Report. Now, Grant Johnson. I don't know if you're aware of this, but we are at war right now. Alberta versus B.C., This is like a long, ongoing Cold War right now, and it involves booze. Uh, It started back when Rachel Nutley was the premier because B.C. was blocking the pipeline. So in response, Nutley banned B.C. wine. Remember that in 2018? We often forget that about her legacy, that she started this war that is still going on today. So it started in 2018. It's now kind of fired up again. The Alberta government has announced that they will no longer import BC wine um, because they are mad that the wineries are selling it directly to customers. They want the tax money from it here in Alberta. So they are saying no more BC wine for anyone in Alberta. We're done with it. As an escalation of this Cold War, Danielle Freedom Smith has ordered our Black Dodge Ram Division to invade BC. They'll be going on to busy BC roads and tailgating people while shaking their heads out of anger and yelling about how nobody knows how to drive anymore. Then once they complete their mission, we'll be sending a team of specialists from Stony Plain Road to steal their catalytic converters in Kelowna. That's the next phase. In response to that, BC has said they will not be purchasing any Tabor corn this summer, which is their loss. We don't get BC wine. They don't get the fourth or fifth best corn in southern Alberta. So it's a real trade-off. 
The Grant Report is brought to you by our Welcome to Edmonton Story About Your Catalytic Converter t-shirts. Text us now to get yours. Look at you. You found the locker room with Lachlan Cross, Grant Johnson, and James P. White. Jimmy, you're downtown more than I am because you go down there to catch the bus and the train yep. and wash windows on the weekend for cars that are stopped at red lights. Have you seen them setting up for the World Ice Climbing Championships yet? The, yeah, there's something going on like you right by noticed. Rogers, okay, Rogers yeah. Place there, right in the, yeah. So I haven't been downtown. It's been a minute since I've been downtown. So I just learned about this this morning. I saw it. It's really cool. It starts February 16th, goes for like four days. It's also Ice Fest at the same time. But the World Ice Climbing Championships are happening. And it's the first time these championships have been in Canada. And as far as I can tell... The competition is literally climbing up a wall of ice. Yeah, because I see, like, it's right near Rogers Place. Yeah, it's in the there's fan a, area. Yeah, there. there's a huge ice wall. I actually looked at it this morning going, what are they doing there? Now, well, that's the World Ice Climbing Championships. This is a real thing that people do as a sport now. And it travels all over the world. And, and the last time it was in North America was in, like, Colorado in 2019. And like I said, this is the first time it's going to be in Canada. And there's different categories. Um, there's speed climbing. There's something called lead climbing. Um, but somebody from Edmonton competing in it. I guess he does this professionally. And so he's coming to Edmonton to, to compete because he's excited about it being here. But that, it looks really cool. It looks like something fun to do this Hopefully month. Hopefully it stays cold enough that it's. That's the concern, right? When you're climbing and the ice is melting, right? Because they didn't do the ice castle this year like they normally do, did no. they? Um, but it's uh, four days over the family day long weekend. If you're looking for something to do with the family, might want to check it out. See, watch people climb a wall of ice. It's like Game of Thrones, the ice wall. Who can, who can conquer it the fastest? Like Not me. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. You shouldn't try this, Jimmy. No, that wouldn't end well. The locker room. Lachlan is still away this week on a cruise ship, listening to this musical stylings of. Rob Thomas and Matchbox 20. So it is just Jimmy and myself here this week. Uh, my name is Grant, if you don't know the show at all. Uh, so it's Super Bowl week. Leading up to the big game, there's obviously a ton of news about what's happening. And the headlines have, well, kind of been dominated by Taylor Swift. Yeah. <laughs> Which, if you started at the start of the season, you wouldn't have guessed that Taylor Swift would have been such a big deal about the Super Bowl, unless you thought she was doing the halftime show. Yeah. Right? Nobody's talking about Usher. <laughs> no. Who's actually doing the halftime <laughs> Usher's show? Usher's doing the halftime show. He's not getting any press. It's all, will Taylor Swift make it to see Travis Kelsey play? She's, she's got a show in, in Japan. Will she be able to make it? And she'll get a private jet. Well, that's where this story is going. Um, so Taylor Swift has a private jet. She owns a jet, obviously. And she is threatening legal action against a college student in Florida who, as a hobby, tracks private planes of celebrities and posts it on, on social media. He does this to, to all sorts. Elon Musk has gotten mad at him for this before. Yeah. So it's all public knowledge. If you know like their flight number, you can look where they are, where they're flying to, how often they're flying to. And this guy will just track it all day. I think he sets up like... Um, 
like uh, bots to do yeah. it, and it'll post where she is. And she's obviously sensitive about it because she t- there's a lot of talk about her carbon footprint. And, you know, she can talk about global warming and climate change. And then people are like, well, Taylor, here's your carbon footprint. You flew from Japan to Vegas to be at the Super Bowl. Here's how many emissions that used. And so she's mad about it. And she has sent a cease and desist letter threatening legal action. Wouldn't you be bothered by people tracking how you're traveling or where you're traveling? I would. Well, Lachlan tracks you. I track him too. I could tell you exactly where he is on my phone. He's somewhere but, in the Bahamas, I think, is where their yeah, cruise, where the ship cruise went. is. But um, yeah, Locke tracks you every morning. He looks up the find like my if friends. If he posted that on social media, yeah. or on on the cruise website, I would be annoyed. I'm oh, okay Jimmy's with it. on Jasper Avenue. We can track his flights. Everyone knows the flights, right? So it's all public knowledge. It's not like this kid is following her around doing it. Um, he also runs accounts for Mark Zuckerberg, Bill Gates, uh, a bunch of others. I'm okay with uh, with making celebrities mad for some reason, like annoying celebrities. Is it just me or does he need a life? You like, know that Taylor Swift is so annoyed by it, though. His life is being a troll, and I respect that so much. So she has sent a cease and desist letter saying it's a security risk and all this stuff, but... I love it. Keep doing it, man. Bagged milk from Oilers Nation. How are you feeling today? You know what? Feel fine. I mean, I actually part of the interesting thing for me for last night's loss was watching the overreaction. Yeah, it was wild. <laughs> I noticed that too. I was like, "Are we back to people thinking they're a bad team now? <laughs> they lost one game after sixteen they lost straight. One game in February. They cleared the deck in April. And if you look in the comment section on both on OilersNation dot com or in any of our social media, you'd think that the Oilers have never won a game before. It was it was honestly wild to watch some of the reactions. Yeah, I was pretty shocked. I was just kind of looking at, at uh, Twitter and I was like, "Are people actually upset with the team right now? I mean, you got to give them some." <laughs> Some credit. It is a 16-game winning streak, the second longest one in in history, tied with the Blue Jackets. But do you think there might be will be some sense of relief from the team too, that they can like just move on, not think about the streak anymore, and just play some more hockey? Probably. I mean, like even if you look at the the, the pregame interviews from yesterday, a lot of every player got asked about it, and the, their response was always the same: like, "No, we're not really talking about it. We're not really thinking it. Yeah, it's cool. Blah blah blah." But they were given those kind of answers. Yeah. So probably to a point, sure, I would imagine so, because like everybody had a microphone in their face, and like, "Hey, hey, streak's still going. It's a long time. Hey, you won all the games in January. You just come back from the All Star break. What are you going to do now?" Like. Probably is a little bit of a relief, but yeah, yeah, like I watched that game last night. And I was like, man, this was a really good game. It had very, it had playoff type vibes. Unfortunately, the Oilers came up on the wrong side of it. They hit a couple of posts. Uh, they missed a couple of clear chances and Aiden Hill was fantastic. Yeah. But at the same point, it's not like the Oilers were bad. They weren't bad at all. They played really well and they just didn't get the win that they wanted for win 17. It's fine. You know what? 
Winning, she goes. Or losing one game in February is not the end of the world. Um, yeah, now they can just start a new streak, right? So exactly. I think, I think there was more Oiler fans than there was Vegas fans at the game last night, too. Which well, is... There's two things that bother me about the loss. Is One, I really wanted all the Oilers fans that were there to head off into the Vegas night on a high. I've been in Vegas yeah. and you won a game in that building and then you disappear into the city to do whatever creepy shenanigans you want to get up to. And then two... <laughs> The way Vegas fans celebrated that win so hard was that was probably the most annoying part of the, of the loss. To be honest, is watching them act like they just won the Stanley Cup again. Quite proud of themselves. Yeah, they were obviously hyped up for that one. So they'll start again um, Friday in Anaheim, right? Is that on the yeah, road? They, yeah, yeah, they're uh, yeah they're on the road for a little bit here. Yeah, so we'll do that. Hey, I wanted to ask you about Yessi uh, Puliarvi. Fan favorite, sure. one of my favorites. It's nice to see him uh, getting a shot in Pittsburgh, hey? Yeah, I'm, I'm happy to cheer for the kid. I always wanted to cheer for him. I'm not one of those people that once they leave Edmonton, I want him to fail or anything like that. But Grant, I think the most important thing, and I think you'll appreciate this specifically, was last night he played for the Pittsburgh Penguins. Penguins fans were introduced, many of them for the first time, to him sticking his tongue up <laughs> into his own brain. <laughs> So from my perspective, watching a lot of them discover that that was a thing he does, that was probably the highlight of Yasapoli debut in Pittsburgh for me. And probably a lot of them were going like, why Why doesn't his helmet fit? <laughs> why doesn't his helmet fit? They don't fit? have a why bigger helmet? Eyebrows? <laughs> yeah, is his mouth always that wide open? Um, the answer is yes and no to all of the above questions. Yeah. Um, <laughs> So you got game day live at uh, Oiler for Oilers Nation at the Greta. That's back again, eh? We did that uh, last night, so we tried to do a little victory, a little street party, and then we got another one coming up on the 24th. That's the next one. So we're going to raise a little bit of money for charity on that one. We're going to be launching ticket details for that one very, very soon at nationgear.ca. And then we're going to do another one on March 2nd as well. That one will be the brunch for Ben. Uh, brunch for Ben Stelter. That's an afternoon game against the Kraken. So we're gonna we've got a couple of watch parties coming up at Greta in the next few weeks, handful of weeks. So the twenty fourth is the next one, and then we got March second coming up right after that. But stay tuned for some of the ticket details. I, I love those watch parties you guys do. Sometimes it's better than even being at the game because you just get a bar full of fans, good drink deals, and you're sporting charity when you're doing it. So. Yeah, definitely look into that it's February 24th, the next one there, Greta. So. so where do people you know keep an eye on for the details? So all of it, the easiest way is just follow us on social, depending on whatever platform you're in. Um, we'll always have the details up there. And I'm just looking while I'm talking to you guys to make sure I don't I know what I'm talking about. Oh, you know what? Tickets for the 24th are now launched. So nationgear.ca, if you want to go to the ticket, the events tab on nationgear.ca, everything for the 24th watch party is there. We're going to raise some money. Uh, as we always do, and then we're going to celebrate hopefully another win, and just more, more importantly, like Brad said, we're going to pack a bar with fans, and we're just going to hang out and spend an evening together. They're always a blast. So, nationgear.ca, we got tickets up now. They're available, but they will sell out. We always oh, do, yeah. so if you want to come, make sure to grab those early. Get on it. All right, that's uh, it for us. I think we try to start another streak on Friday. I say we because we're all a part of it. We're all in it together. Yeah, right. Of so, <laughs> thanks, Big Milk from Weather Station. You've been listening to the Locker Room Podcast. Congrats, you just lost five IQ points. Catch the show live weekday mornings on 95.7 Cruise FM. Brought to you by Arden Roof Systems.